Hi, I'm Sonia. I hope to be in this country forever, or at least till Brexit. And speaking of new homes, we're broadcasting from one, but there's only so much I want immigration to know. So let's keep that, oh, I've said too much. Take it away, Mr. Showbiz. Thank you, Sonia. You know, she both rocks and rolls. Both kinds of music. Ladies and gentlemen, hi, hello, and how are you? My name is Sid Griffin. You're Riffin' with Griffin. We're back with the podcast, our third and final one of the year 2017. We'll try and have more of them next year due to popular demand. Everywhere I go, and I go just about everywhere, people ask me, Sid, when are you going to do another podcast? I'd like to do more of them, but events have conspired to prevent me from doing so this past calendar year. And as Sonia said, we have a new gleaming studio that we can't tell you where it is, but I hope to have more podcasts. Anyway, let's kick it off with an old friend. This is the Flamin' Groovies from San Francisco. We got kind of a West Coast theme tonight. This is the Flamin' Groovies from San Francisco, my old buddy Cyril Jordan. The name of the song is Fallen Star. It's from the album Fantastic Plastic. So fine, don't you know she's all mine? But not for long before she's gone. It was like a whirlwind, seemed like it never would end. But that was not to be. I had to wait and see. She was a fallen star And now she's gone away And like a fallen star She began to fade Now it's gonna take some time Cause I gotta toe the line But I'll be lost in space but that would take me place Gonna need good loving now Some groovy kind of know-how But now to find my way I will cry and say
Tom Petty, off the soundtrack to She's the One, a Jennifer Anderson film. Kind of sounds like the end of A Hard Day's Night on the 12-string Rickenbacker by Mike Campbell. An underrated album, that soundtrack to She's the One. Oh, lovely. I'd love to tell you why we're playing Walls by Tom Petty, but I can't. I think next podcast I can, but there's a clue. 
The first song you heard was from the Flamin' Groovies on their new album, Fantastic Plastic. One of the cuts was I Want You Bad, an NRBQ song that the Longriders recorded. That was Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers doing Walls, as I said, from the fabulous She's the One soundtrack. There's clues here of what I'm up to. There's clues. This third track we're going to hear right now is a Tom Petty song. It's called Wildflowers, but it's not Petty's version. It's by my old mandolin instructor, Chris Hillman. You belong among the wildflowers You belong in a boat out at sea Sail away, kill off the hours You belong somewhere you feel free Run away, find you a lover Go away somewhere all bright and new I have seen no other who compares with you You belong among the wildflowers You belong in a boat out at sea You belong with your love on your arm You belong somewhere you feel free
to describe these treasures that I've found just lying around and I'm crying out loud here to reach the rest of my Crosby sounding very Steely Dan. I thought that was very clever of me and my engineer Kevin Stokes of the band Souther Still. Having Chris Hillman do Wildflowers by Tom Petty, a band influenced by the band both Hillman and Crosby were in, The Birds. And right after Hillman did that song with Tom Petty's, we're listening here to David Crosby doing Here It's Almost Sunset from his new album, Sky Trails, as opposed to whatever other kind of trails. I mean, I'm not that much on flying, but if you can't be in the birds and be an ex-bird with songs about flight, what can you do? Ladies and gentlemen, this next song is a real left turn, although I'm sure it wouldn't throw guys like Hillman or Crosby. I was in, I'm in Spain a lot. I have a following in Spain, I'm proud to say. And uh, I was in Spain playing and I talked to some of the local brilliant guitar players there, brilliant musicians there. And I said, give me some uh, really great guitar music by some guys that are terrific. And on uh, Universal España, which is the universal imprint for Spain, funny enough, there's a guy called Enrique Morento. And Enrique Morento has an album out that my friends bought me. It's from 2009. It's called Omega. And I'm going to play you a track called Vals, not Vals, V-A-L-S, En Las Romas. I, Ramas, excuse me, R-A-M-A-S. I don't even know what that means. You can Google that and translate it from uh, Spanish back into English. Vals, En Las Ramas. 
But I'm telling you, the guy is amazing. Uh, guitar player, singer. This is, I'm trying to think of an equivalent. And the, what, what I come up with is something like Piero Ciampi in Italy, or maybe um, a cross between Ramblin' Jack Elliott and Doc Watson in the States. Anyway, let's, let's kick into Enrique Moreno and uh, from Spain. And open your ears. This is really amazing.
Pretty Papa, I'm going my way. Mad to know what it's all about. Will spring me home just to throw me out. Broke my head. Let me catch you here again. Whip through the kitchen, out through the door, sit hit me with a chair till my head got sore. That'll never happen no more. That'll never happen no more. Caused me to wear my overalls Got broke, it was my fault from Eating pork chops and leaving the sauce In a big mink coat Fancy car, 40 foot She took a gun and took my dough Now I didn't get mad, said I didn't get sore Cause that'll never happen no more That'll never happen no more Papa, I'm going my way. I was mad to know what it's all about, but she bring me home just to throw me out. Broke my nose, split my head. Don't let me catch you here again. Whip through the kitchen, out with the door. Hit me with a chair till my head got sore. That'll never happen no more. That'll never happen no more. Hot tuna. Live at the New Orleans house in Berkeley, California. And you're saying, but Sid, I have the LP that came out in 1970 on RCA. And I maybe even have the 1996 reissue of that with four or five extra tracks of Hot Tuna, their first live album. Their first album, period. It was a live album. Just Jack Casty on electric bass. Yorma Kokonen. That might be mispronounced, Yorma. I'm sorry. I never learned how to pronounce your last name. Do forgive me. And uh, the two guys from Jefferson Airplane. So with with Will Scarlet on harmonica, uh, they obviously did more than one set, one show at the New Orleans House in Berkeley back in uh, September of 1969. That became the first album. Someone found the tapes, and there is a brand new album of those sessions. It's got 13 tracks. It's called Hot Tuna, live at the New Orleans House, Berkeley, California, uh, September 1969. It is the exact same night or nights that they, uh, the original album from 1970 that I loved back in high school and I loved back in my early days in, at the University of South Carolina. I loved the album with this flaming red and, and purple blue cover. So these are some of the same songs, but either the next set or the next night. And then there's several songs like that one, uh, that'll never happen no mo, which is uh, com- completely, it's not on the first record. So yes, there's some whining boy, and I know you're right around both albums, but I want to emphasize, 
different, different takes, different takes. And uh, I think this new record is just amazing. And one of the great things about it is besides this, not just the exact same songs over and over, there's a 10 minute jam called Sea Child uh, by Kokonen, if that's how it's pronounced. And their guitar player goes, it's like spare change on Bathing at Baxter's, but it's, it's acoustic. Now, most people are thinking you don't really like jam music, and I don't because it usually doesn't work, but this one works. I recommend this Hot Tuna album, Never That'll Never Happen No More, is the track we heard. I don't know why I didn't play it after Crosby when Crosby sings on the Hot Tuna album, Burgers, but I just guess I wasn't thinking. Anyway, I guess I wanted something as good as Enrique Moreno's uh, Vows and Las Ramas, Two great guitar players, him and Yorma from the airplane, a guy from Spain, a guy from the West Coast of America. By the way, uh, Mr. Kakonin, or however it's pronounced, has a guitar fa uh, fair or festival workshop every year in Ohio, and you can sign up, and he and various other notables teach you how to play ragtime guitar and blues guitar and bottleneck guitar and so on and so forth. So check that out. Now let's move on. Uh, this next song is by a, another great American guitar player. He, oddly enough, he's backed up by the members of Spirit on this song. Everybody but, uh, what was the guy's name? Ed Cassidy? The bald drummer's not there. Kevin Kelly, who of course is Chris Hillman's cousin, is the drummer on this particular take. It was recorded in 1968 when Spirit were up and running with, of course, Jay Ferguson, the keyboard player, their keyboard player, Mark Andes, their electric bass player, Matt Andes, the guitar player, and Kevin Kelly on drums. But who, who, who am I talking about? It's the great, and I mean great, folks, John Fahey. This is from an album called The Yellow Princess. It was uh, issued in uh, 1968. It contains tracks from 65 and 67 now because it's an expanded edition. And if you don't know who John Fay is, listen to about a third of my podcast. I include a John Fahey song. That's F-A-H-E. I should shut up because I'm not really selling this on you, am I? It's called March for Dr. Martin Luther King. This song is brilliant. It came out just a few short months after Dr. King left us. He was assassinated in Memphis, Tennessee at the Lorraine Motel. And this is Fahey's tribute to the great man, to Dr. King. Let's hear it.
Dear friend from Louisville, Kentucky, my hometown. So we heard March for Dr. Martin Luther King by Joff Fahey from his album, The Yellow Princess. As if that wasn't excitement enough, Elvis Costello's accordion player. How's that for a uh, introduction? Uh, my friend, someone I think has a lot of talent, that's Bridget Kalen doing Kentucky Waltz, track two of her most recent album. And the name of the album is the, Those Who Drift Away. It's a reference to Kentucky as a saying, 
those who drifted away always come back to Kentucky. When I go to Louisville, which is rare these days, I always look her up. She always loans me a guitar or plays on the show with me or does whatever. She's fantastic. By the way, it's K-A-E-L-I-N, Bridget Kalin. The album, Those Who Drift Away, it features a lot of groovy people besides Bridget on it. Come to think of it, Michael Cleveland, the terrific bluegrass fiddle players on it. Uh, Aaron Bibblehauser's on it, and I can't remember the name of his bloody Louisville bluegrass band. They're terrific. I like them a lot. I can't remember his name. And Adam, I can't look it up because my stuff's still in storage. Oh, I've given away too much. Sonia's going to kick my butt. And the big name, I guess, for me on this record is it's produced and arranged and has guitars and mandolin, bass and banjo by the great Steve Cooley. He used to be in the Dillard. Steve Cooley did. He now works at Guitar Emporium on Bardstown Road. You can go in there and ask for Steve Cooley and a Grammy award-winning musician will step forward and try and sell you a guitar. Anyway, a fantastic record. And I do mean that from the bottom of my heart. You'll have to look that one up on Amazon because it's on Bridget's own Red Accordion label. It's not like it's going to be overly well distributed. Speaking of which, about overly well distributed or curiously distributed, I was on Amazon USA, I think. Maybe it was Amazon UK. Heck, I don't know. I was on one of those kind of things. Maybe I was on eBay Italy. I don't know. I was on one of them and I saw Bill Monroe had a slew of live albums out. They all have the same cover, except the title's changed. So I assume what has happened is in the old days of bluegrass, I'm talking about the 50s and the 60s, well into the 70s, people used to take bulky reel-to-reel recorders, which were the portable recorders of the day. In fact, opera, they did it at opera and they did it at jazz gigs. And before the bootleg record industry kicked off with Great White Wonder, the Dylan, the Bob Dylan bootleg that we call the basement tapes, before all of that, people would take a big reel-to-reel and record their hero at a jazz concert or, or opera or a... A bluegrass festival, because bluegrass, these are all, you know, it's called redneck jazz for a reason. So anyway, I bought two of them, and they're not terrific sound. But this is one, it's all the same cover, just the, the name of the album's different, typed in differently. And I don't know if these things are legal or not. I imagine in the sort of gray area, if they came out in Europe, because live stuff, after I think 20 or 30 years in Europe, is, is, is you can press it up and say it's a live album. Anyway... Um, this is Bill Monroe and the Bluegrass Boys at New River Ranch. I believe that's in Maryland. It's August 1st, 1959. This is the early set. Yeah, Rising Sun, Maryland. It's just incredible. It's Bill and the Boys doing Rawhide. Now, can we start the track? Because they goof around for a while with some really stupid, uh, really stupid uh, chat. And uh, this is the guys. That, it kicks in like 40 seconds. And Joe Stewart and the guys, listen, listen to Bill play mandolin on Rawhide. I mean, it's astonishing how fast he plays and how accurate he plays. Just astonishing. Check it out. Earl Taylor. This is his mandolin. Mine is plumb out of shape today, and I really, really appreciate him letting me uh, use this mandolin. We'll try it out on Rawhide. You got your antique ready, boy? Yeah. Oh, you have. Thank you. 
Singer, my favorite male R&B singer, my favorite female singer is Aretha Franklin. In fact, Aretha Franklin might be my favorite singer of all time, period, regardless of category or class. In 2008, Rhino started putting out the original album series of either first five albums and then the subsequent next five albums by various artists. I bought, um, I think I bought the Poco one. I bought the Jay Giles Band one, because that was when both bands were great. I bought the first two by Otis Redding. Now, this is the first Otis Redding original album series, Volume 1. It has his first album, which is, of course, Pain in My Heart, when he's still kind of a finding his way and kind of a little Richard imitator to a certain extent. Um, he even does Lucille on the album, and he does a brilliant song, as I played last show, called These Are's of Mine. The next one, he's really finding himself. It's called The Great... 
Otis Redding sings soul ballads. Then the third one in the list is, of course, Otis Redding's classic album, Otis Blue, which is, you know, it's like the pet sounds of soul. What can you say? The fourth album is the soul album by Otis Redding, which has, um, oh, what's the track on there? I like Treat Her Right, Scratch My Back. Uh, cigarettes and coffee that's the one I like and then the fifth album in the chain is of course Dictionary of Soul complete and unbelievable wow all five albums are recommended and the reason I like this original album series from Rhino is that CDs come in the original album artwork or a facsimile of the original album artwork so you have a tiny little LP with the original artwork on the front and the original liner notes and graphics on the back they're inexpensive you get five albums for about eight bucks uh, in the original artwork, as I've said now four times, you can't beat it. You cannot beat it. And of course, Otis Redding is basically a god. And sad to say, he died, I think, three days ago. At, well, three days and 50 years ago, half century ago. If the days, I believe, the 14th, he died, I think it was the 10th or the 11th of December, 1967. Um, I remember going to Wagner Junior High School, which is part of Wagner High School in Louisville, Kentucky, the next morning or the morning after. And I remember really big, hairy, masculine Kentucky football players uh, weeping, sort of having a tear. It was unbelievable when Otis Redding died. And teachers talking about it in the hall. I guess it was our version of Buddy Holly's death or what happened just a few years later when people lost Hendricks and, and Janis Joplin and so on and so forth. Anyway, we're going to have to keep keep on trucking. This next one is quite an unbelievable release in its own way. As many of you will know, the Yardbirds ended up with sort of a, 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 a whimper instead of a big bang. They ended up with Jimmy Page on guitar and a ridiculous album produced by Mickey Most called Little Games, which just didn't capture them at all. It's got like two really good cuts. The rest of it's wimpy. So they were trying to make another record with Jimmy Page recording them and, and producing, and they were morphing into Led Zeppelin. In fact, the first Led Zeppelin gigs were under the moniker of the New Yardbirds. So what happened was they recorded their 1967 gig, or ni early 1968 gig, March 68, at the Anderson Theater in New York City. Alas, not a lot of people showed up, as you might expect, because Vanilla Fudge, the new kids on the block, and a hot new band were playing just around the corner. So the Yardbirds went out to like a three-quarters house and did a wonderful set. In those days, they were Jim McCarty on drums and Chris Dredge on bass, as ever, Jimmy Page on lead guitar, and the great Keith Relf, God rest his soul, a man who sang lead in a wonderful R&B band from England with one lung. Top that. Tuberculosis almost ruined his health and his life, but he still sang R&B in a band. That's why he's got that breathy, almost asthmatic feel. It came out as the Yardbirds live in New York City. I think it came out twice. Both times the Led Zeppelin people slapped an injunction on it because CBS had actually had a ghastly cover of a of drawing of a bird over New York. It was just a terrible cover. And CBS or somebody had put on, because the audience is a bit sedate, somebody had put on bullfighting uh, olays over it. I'm not kidding. So the album came out twice. Led Zeppelin stopped it coming out twice. I had a copy of it. And I enjoyed the performance for what it was. Page said after he did, redid the Led Zeppelin remastering, and I'm not a Led Zeppelin fan, I must confess I'm not. He said, I'm going to get that Yardbirds album, that live album, and show everybody what it was all about. He's cleaned up the tapes. He's obviously taken off the Olays from the uh, uh, 
bullfighting crowd. It's a cracking record now. It's called Yardbird 68. The first disc is the live album, which I've told you about. The second disc is six or seven tracks from the studio album they were working on at the time they broke up. It's a shame. All the tracks are worthwhile. I wish they'd have finished the album. And you can really, really hear where, where Led Zeppelin's coming from when you hear both the live platter and the studio tracks and this re- reissue of Yardbird 68 on on uh, Page's uh, imprint. He's done a fine, fine job. It's got a very informative booklet. And now when Ralph, this is a song called Spanish Blood from the studio. It's uh, The band's on its last legs. This is something like April 68. They broke up, I believe, in July or August or even June. And they broke up in Luton, of all places. I don't know why I just remembered that. That's Luton's in England, folks. It's north of London. Anyway, listen to Ralph when he reads this. He does a recitation in the middle of this song, Spanish Blood, where Page is playing guitar, much like Enrique Moreno on that song, Vows and Las Ramblas, that I played you earlier. Listen to Keith Ralph just speaking about an eight-line poem. Does he not sound exactly like the speaking voice of the late David Bowie?
judge nobody. I wanna be judged. I wanna touch nobody. I wanna be touched. I wanna hurt nobody. I wanna be hurt. I wanna treat nobody like they was dead. But if you do right to me, baby. I'll do right to you too Nobody's got to do unto others As you have them As you have them Do unto you Don't want to lie to nobody Baby, the fight too Don't want to lie to nobody Don't want to be lied to get the nine cd yes nine cd dylan box set of uh born again stuff which i foolishly have to buy everything bob puts out i admit it, i'm a huge fan 
If you buy that box set with all the bells and whistles, you get a free two CD live in San Diego disc, November 28th, 1979. Now, I've said it before and I'll say it again. I famously didn't go to the Waldorf San Francisco shows that started off the born-again phase of his career, at least in the live arena, in 1979, even though I was just south in L.A. I could have driven five and a half hours north, gone to the Warfield Theater, where I saw the specials play in February 1980. And it was a famous gig, you know, the Warfield Theater in San Francisco. No big deal. But I didn't want to go see Bob because I'd already heard that he was doing this born again thing and it didn't interest me. And of course, what a foolish move that was. So anyway, you buy the box set and out tumbles a two CD set from within the box set with a gatefold sleeve. And it's, as I said, called Live in San Diego. And that song that we just heard after the Yardbirds' Immortal Spanish Blood was Bob Dylan doing Do Right to Me Baby, Do Right Unto Others, a song that was uh, unreleased at the time. Uh, which is one of the great things about the box set. It not only has different versions of, of, say, Solid Rock or Slow Train coming, or The Groom Still Waiting at the Altar. It has a lot of unreleased Bob, both live and studio tracks, of songs he didn't put on any of his gospel records, none of the three records, not on Slow Train or Saved or or, or Shot of Love. So you kind of have to have the box set to get all these unreleased Bob tracks, the original tracks, some that he gave away and people recorded and some which uh, haven't seen the light of day to, except for hardcore collectors since because that's that's Bob. He's a mercurial, mercurial, weird kind of guy. He does what he wants to do. Here's a guy who does what he wants to do as well. Not me, not Kevin Stokes, my engineer, not Sonia. This is Peter Case. It's an archival release on Omnivore Records. It's called On the Way Downtown. What it is is Harold, Harold, Howard and Roz Larman had a wonderful show called Folk Scene for years and years and years on uh, KPFK in Los Angeles. Now it's run by their son, Alan. On March 1st, 1998, Peter Case went in there with some of his dear friends uh, to do some live songs as you do. It has a live session. And this is Song of Peter's from back in 1998 called Still Playing. It's one of my favorite Peter Case songs of all time, and that's saying something. In fact, it might be my favorite Peter Case song of all times. He has a distinguished career that I first met him when he was in The Nerves back in about 1977. I saw him in The Breakaways when they existed for about three weeks in 78. No, 77, something like that. Then I saw The Plimsolls about, literally, I saw The Plimsolls 40 times. And I've seen Pete solo about 25 times, maybe more than that. Anyway, this is still playing. It's uh, a brilliant Peter Case song. It's how we're going to end tonight's show. I've had a wonderful time. I'm happy to say this wasn't a Christmas show because you have Christmas music being thrown at you for six weeks out of the year. Maybe we'll do one next year, but from the bottom of my heart, Sonia's heart, Engineer Kevin Stokes' heart, we do wish you and yours a happy Christmas, a happy Hanukkah, or whatever you and your people do or do not celebrate. Call them the dirt capades Busking on the corner of the masquerade Walking around playing guitars in the rain Singing on the streets as they come and go Killing long hours when the crowds are slow Reaching for the high notes As the world runs down the drain High summer, the streets are thronged At midnight, there's poetry and song It's heaven sent Ringing out under the road Up in SF, roaming the town Learning how to play and sing and make a sound On the harp as the fog rolls round the door Still playing Judging every note I play 
day The only request I heard all night was Can you sing far, far away? Sing a cocaine blues for an hour or two Payday, baby, let me lay it on you I'm stealing back to my good old used to be jailhouse wall, I ain't gonna give you no more cherry ball, won't you make me down a pallet on your floor, that'll never happen no more, still playing, still playing, after everyone has gone, staying up and laying down strawberry wrongs to play that same sweet melody for a hundred years or more till everyone's gone free High lonesome getting up in the bar A broken heart of cobbler with a blue guitar And he sings so quiet Did you come here to cry? Come on man, it's North Beach Saturday night Pulling down the sidewalks under the lights Singing of the joint Oh love gone by And I'm up in this room with a J45 Waiting on a wire wondering how to survive I got a strap broken pen And a broken pen Older than I ever thought I'd be I got more responsibility And I know I'm bound to play again Still playing All the monkeys wearing crops Still playing Hand me down my hand me down Sing a cocaine blues for an hour or two Baby, baby, let me lay it on you Stealing back to my good old used to be Don't ever write your name on a jailhouse wall I ain't gonna give you no more cherry bar Won't you make me down a pallet on your floor That'll never happen no more Still playing Still playing after everyone has gone, stand up and laying down, strawberry roads to play. That same sweet melody, for a hundred years or more, till everyone's gone free. This is Sid Griffin signing off on the third and final podcast of 2017. We hope to have more. Please stick around. SidGriffin.com is where the action is. God bless each and every one of you. Adios.